Welcome back, everyone, to the Risk Intel podcast, powered by SRA, where we share risk intelligence with experts across the banking industry. I'm your host, Ed Vincent, Executive Vice President at SRA. Welcome to today's Risk Intel podcast. Uh, with me today from the Risk Management Association is Ed Haskey. Ed, thanks very much for joining us. Ah, great to be here. Thanks, Ed. Uh, Ed, you have uh, had quite a journey in the in the in the banking space, right? You began at a two billion dollar bank, you know, thirty plus years ago. You you rode the wave all the way up to some of the largest of the you know the biggest of the big, largest of the largest investment banks, um, as well as commercial banks. Um, and then you know, and then also more recently, experience kind of came back to your to your roots uh, before joining the you know before joining the RMA. Right? It seems like a common theme throughout that journey was was risk management. Um, there are certainly some analytics along the way and, and enterprise risk work. So we're excited to, uh, to explore a bit of that journey with you here today. Yeah, and, and um, part of climbing that ladder was just through M&A activity. You know, you, you're at a small bank and it gets bought and, you know, you survive that, that, that acquisition and then that creates opportunities, but you move to a larger and larger bank. And then, you, you know, before time passes too quickly, you look over your shoulder and you realize, you know, I'm at the, you know, second, third largest bank in the, the whole, whole country uh, after starting at a very small bank in, you know, middle uh, central Pennsylvania. So yeah, it's been a it's been a uh, a great ride. So before we get to the you know the 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 last chapter here at the Risk Management Association, I'd love to unpack that ride a little bit because I you know I think it's fascinating to 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 maybe dig into the you know the culture risk the systems right the experiences that you had right at you know at one end of that you know the spectrum and then also kind of more recently I think that you know most of our listeners. Uh, and subscribers here are, you know, in that community regional uh, banking experience. When when you when you kind of made the decision to kind of come back to your roots, if you will, there, um, how had the regional and community banking environment changed from a risk perspective uh, prior to you know versus your last or your initial go in in, in that in that type of business? I can only speak from from my experiences, and this doesn't mean that this is the way all you know kind of small community banks operate. But I went to a two and a half billion dollar bank, and the entire C suite were people from or with my own background, coming from large banks, and so it was such a comfortable culture to go to because everybody had that big bank experience and that that you know. Problem solving, you know, uh, experience at big banks, and we all took that and applied it to a community bank level, and you know that mm -hmm. real kind of community bank one on one service. You know, it, KYC, know your customer, wasn't just a regulation; it was a real life um, yeah. part of your your you know your job. You knew everybody and, and that was a that was a cool thing. But having the people surrounded you with your same big bank experience um was you know just it, it was like um the uh, best of both worlds if you will um uh, having that small small bank experience but being around like-minded individuals. So you had the the mindset was there um, but I imagine that you know the systems that hadn't 
necessarily caught up with that that mindset at, at some of those smaller banks, you know, quite yet. So, can you talk a little bit about you know that 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 gap or that difference? That's the biggest gap that that you notice. And when I first went to came from the big bank and went back to the small bank, um, I was told, um, you know, as you're problem solving, you're going to look to the left and look to the right, and there's going to be no one there, and you're going to have to. <laughs> Use your experience, use your judgment, use your, you know, the history and helping, you know, you know, your your, uh, your own challenges to to um, make those decisions and, and move on. There weren't people resources to help validate those answers. And people resources was probably the biggest <laughs> that, you know, in, in a big bank, there's, you know, there's a lot of you know, um, decisions by democracy, a lot of more committees, a lot of people around you here, it's, it's lean and mean. And so from a people perspective, um, you kind of just used your experience and moved on. Then from a technology, you know, perspective, at the smaller banks with less capital to invest in that technology, those decisions, that capital outlay for technology, it, it comes a lot, it's a lot harder to, to implement. It's, um, uh, you know, a larger bank has a lot more capital to just, you know, they got data scientists and in a smaller bank, that term doesn't even exist, let alone the technology that they're building internally. So at a smaller bank, you, you know, the dollars are watched a lot more closely and any investment, irrespective of what the value proposition is, is great, is scrutinized to a, a much greater level than, than at larger banks. At least that, that's my experience. You then, having had that experience, joined the Risk Management Association. So I'm going to fast forward now a little bit because one of your areas of responsibility now is you have some products that you look after there uh, at the RMA. And so I imagine that, right, you're involved now in the, the, you know, the, the other side of the table there of someone scrutinizing that, that investment decision. So when you work with um, you know, one of the, you know, the RMA members, you know, how do you help them go through that process? And, and maybe during, during, kind of during, as you're taking us through that, Talk a little bit about the kind of the products that you're looking after there that gives a bit of the context as to where that comes from. But how do you help them go through that scrutiny and, and survive that that decision making process and that investment decision? Yeah, empathy is a great almost tool to have in a career. And what I've learned in being an RMA is the people that I'm talking to, you know, an RMA as a nonprofit organization, we're there to make the you know, the banking industry stronger through its risk management practices as a whole, but then at the individual bank to make that bank better in having a strong risk management framework, executing on its plans, all, all of those things. And so I have discovered that almost everybody I speak to uh, at the, my clients or prospective clients or consulting engagements or roundtables or whatever, I've had those jobs and they're making the same decisions or they're hitting the wall or they're meeting the challenges exactly as I've met them in my career. And so I'm bringing to the table those experiences and saying, 
you know, I've, I've been in your, in your seat. Um, so I've worn your shoes. I've walked in your shoes and here is what I've learned. And here are some best practices and, and here's how to actually put those best practices into play because sitting on your hands and just, you know, discussing it internally, isn't going to get anything done. That, those best practices, um, I imagine those are things that get embedded in 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 products and tools. I, you know, it, it it seems like that that's that's a key challenge that the community and regional banks are facing right now. Is is this the regulatory environment we're in, right, where there's a, an increased level of scrutiny? You know, coming in a situation where perhaps the same tools that existed in right, you know, Wells Fargo, Morgan Stanley, right, a city right where you had worked, right. They're not there. So how do you, how do we help the how do we help the you know the bank scale uh, and manage that regulatory pressure? Yeah, it, it it's really in having the bank not just listen to the value proposition, but understand how that value proposition is going to then be propagated throughout their organization, and really get down into the weeds of having them understand this is exactly how it's going to affect your capital that, you know, these costs are going to result in these savings. Your efficiency ratio is going to do this. You really have to get to that kind of a um, detail um, for, for them to realize that the value proposition, you know, how does that materialize in not only our financial statements, but in our actions on a day-to-day basis. And that then goes back to, since I've been in their shoes and I've I and I've implemented these these tools these these operational efficiencies, I've seen how it can work, and I'm bringing maybe some lesser um, publicized experience of not implementing it and realizing in hindsight, boy, I wish I would have had that. I wish I should have done this, and now that I'm here, almost on a consulting basis. I'm using those maybe, you know, misgivings as uh, a, a way to say, this is the reason why you should do this. And this is, this is what's going to make you better. Let's, let's um, pick up on that experience and the fact that, right, regulators are now coming in with a, just an increased level of scrutiny, right? Whether it's on the heels of, of you know, bank challenges in, in early 2023 or the, you know the you know the the growth within the fintech space that is now you know triggered additional regulation. Um, how do you counsel uh, your RMA members to to think about risk and think about um, um, embracing technology and tools and and measuring risk within within an organization? I, I think of it in two ways. First is, and I mentioned this before, it's the efficiency. So. You know, the tools that are in existence today. So for instance, I at RMA, the primary tool that that's under my umbrella is a risk rating uh, methodology. Um, and I had developed risk rating methodologies at previous banks. And so um, it's a it's kind of a natural fit for, for my experience and skill set. Um, you know, what is the efficiency of using these tools? Well, you know, risk rating is so foundational to commercial lending, it's kind of where you start. Well, on a spectrum of one to 15 or, you know, letters A through, you know, Z, 
what is the risk of this deal? Is it good? Is it kind of down the middle of the fairway? Does it have some hair on it? Is this out of our, you know, quote unquote risk box? But how do you measure that? What's And so the risk rating tool is foundational to that. And having RMA uh, have this tool that's scalable to any organization, it it calculates the risk rating and gives them a perspective of risk in a deal in, in a matter of seconds. And so there's no, you know, paper, there's no data entry, there's no, you know, people, you know, five people around a water cooler kicking around ideas about what are we, you know, what is this? And did we consider all of that sort of taken into consideration? And, you know, we provide them with that tool. So efficiency is definitely, uh, you know, num number one on the list. So you've, you've, you shrink the decision-making window, you get there more quickly, you get to a, a, a more robust answer um, and you do it in a, in a, in a cost-effective cost way. And that's the other thing is cost-effectiveness. And so, um, you know, with technology, it's like, I, I can remember back in the days, you know, the first digital cameras, little pocket cameras, and you had a, you know, a, a one gig memory card and that cost a hundred dollars. You know, and now you can get a terabyte, you know, which is a million of those for right. 20 bucks or something like that. You know, so the cost of technology has really, really come down. And, and you know, um, let's take that and, you know, push it to, you know, in the banking industry. Technology is, it's affordable. And so back to my comment about small banks and, you know, watching the dollars a little bit more there are really affordable tools that can meet the needs of, you know, the smaller banks. And, you know, and I know with our partnership with SRA, that that's a big focus for us. The larger banks have the capital, they have access to the tools They're you know, while they have a need, they can also build it internally, but in the smaller organizations, um, who look more to maybe the vendors of, of supplying that because they can't build it internally. Um, we're at a point where this cost effectiveness is there. Um, they don't have to spend hundreds and hundreds of thousand dollars to have a consultant come in and, and have them implement something. These are literally off the shelf, very, you know, intuitive from a user perspective. And, you know, they, if if I at my age can learn how to use something without a you know a user manual and you know if the, my my saying is well if you buy stuff on Amazon then you're you got the knowledge to use my tool it's just you know th things are in a little bit different places and a couple different clicks but it's it's really that intuitive. All right, and and the other element there it seems like by establishing by putting a, a tool set in place there, it also uh, um, gets you farther down the road of having a common risk framework, a common operating mechanism within the organization, right? Because it seems like that's the the other element here is is having something that you can communicate out to regulators, that you can communicate up to the you know the risk committee of the board, right? Getting a getting a framework in place for you know evaluating um, you know deals or opportunities, as you talked about there with the risk rating. Uh, or risk programs as a whole is, is having that common risk framework and, and a methodology for evaluating it. Yeah, when I was head of ERM at a uh, $2 billion bank, we used a vendor supplied module or model. Um, 
And, you know, my hindsight on that is that it was incredibly, incredibly overbuilt. It didn't bring, it was trying to be the best of everything to everybody. And it didn't harmonize things enough. And, you know, if I always looked at ERM as this triangle where, you know, the, the um, risk tolerance is set at the top by the board. And then as you move down those slopes, it gets bigger and a little bit more detailed. But at the bottom, our tool was so detailed that by even each commercial lending department had two to 3,000 tasks and risk um, descriptions in their group that if there was some out of tolerance or some need to take action on that, it, you know, overused phrase of drinking water out of a fire hose, you couldn't discern the difference between the risk because it was in such detail. And, you know, that's why, you know, one of the reasons why RMA chose to partner with SRA is we took this approach to, to you know, another overused phrase, you know, keep it simple, stupid, you know, the, the KISS principle. Let's, let's just build something that is intuitive, easy to use, commonizes risk across every single discipline, but it doesn't overbuild or overcomplicate what you're going to tell the board or how you're going to take action on it. And that to me is, is the best of both worlds. It really is. Ed, we've, we've covered a lot of ground here today. Um, thank you for taking us on the journey back through the, uh, through, through the history there. I think a lot of take, you know, handful of takeaways I jotted down here about the importance of, you know, people and using using that experience, drawing upon the fact that right technology is 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 affordable today, um, and helping people through that process of scrutinizing budgets, uh, and picking picking the right technology, uh, bringing best practices in, into those discussions, and then lastly, really the, these themes of efficiency and, and common frameworks. Right, I think that yeah. these tie into the. You know, the themes that the the RMA is really bringing to into into the industry and into, into all your members. Yep, great. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Thanks, Ed.